Welcome to week 12, everybody. It's the NFL season moving into the final stages here as we now prepare for Thanksgiving week. It's the Thanksgiving 2023 edition of the Father, Son, and Holy Sport NFL show. I'm G-Man. That there's T-Money. And we are here to break the NFL down for you, give you some picks, talk about the games, and get you ready, first of all, T-Money, for that triple header tomorrow, Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, man. It's exciting. It's Thanksgiving. We're going to sit around, stuff our faces while we gorge on some football at the same time. What's better than that? And you already know, G-Man and T-Money clearly here wearing Michigan-Ohio State stuff because it's rivalry week in college football, too. Had to mention it. Go Blue. You know, it's going to be a great week, hopefully, uh, of football and just great times. How did it happen, people? How did my son become a Michigan fan? <laughs> because his mom's from Michigan. Why did I marry a Michigan girl? All you guys out there, keep an eye on where your girl's from. <laughs> I married a Michigan girl, and now my son is sporting Michigan. I wish you good luck, team, money. Good yeah, luck Good luck, Saturday. man. It's going to be a battle. It goes down at noon, and Michigan's favored by three. I can't believe this. I mean, I, I'm taking the three points, man. No <laughs> you way. You got to. You got to. I can't believe Vegas has put them a three-point favorite. <laughs> All right, crazy. let's go. Let's get it on, baby. 12 o'clock on Saturday. Yeah, hey, let's go, team money. Let's go to the NFL, which is our specialty, as all you fans know. Hey, let's go to the NFC, AFC North. Pittsburgh is, you know, kind of falling off the face a little bit, but they're still in the hunt there. Kenny Pickett, though, team money. Is it time for the Steelers to move on from Kenny Beckett? Oh, man. This is looking like a, a tough pick here. And a lot of people were questioning whether or not he was a first-rounder when they took him. Uh, he, you know, I didn't think it was a great pick. You know, there's not a lot of upside with this guy. He doesn't have elite-level arm. He doesn't have elite-level legs. He didn't light it up in college, you know. And so it was interesting when they took him. He practiced in their building. So that's kind of – they got to see him every day. He's probably just a good guy. But it's time to move on, man. Uh, hopefully, with this offensive coordinator change, finally Pittsburgh sees the light and fires Matt Canada. They can open up this offense a little bit. It's been so elementary, so rudimentary. Uh, and even Najee Harris was mentioning that in a post-game interview the other day. So you get to see him maybe with the reins pulled off a little bit. Can you throw multiple touchdown passes in a game? Because right now, Tommy DeVito of the New York Giants – has more games with multiple touchdown passes than Kenny Pickett does. That's a wild <laughs> stat. This guy just <laughs> doesn't throw stat. touch. And everyone's going to say, well, look at his fourth quarter comebacks. Well, yeah, he hasn't thrown a touchdown pass all game. And then he marches him down the field and scores a winning touchdown. That's great. That, there's a glimpse there or two. But I, look, he doesn't do anything elite. And he's going to be the reason that this offense is stagnant, which means this team is stagnant and going to be their typical eight and nine, nine and nine type years that they always have. So, yeah, it's time to move on. This guy is just an average quarterback, maybe below average. Yeah, I think so, too. But who would they move on to, Team Money? Kirk Cousins. You know, so, uh, Kirk Cousins. I'm talking about this year. I mean, they, these guys no, are still in the year. hunt. Can't this year. These guys are still in the hunt. They're six and four. They're only one game out behind the Ravens in the loss column. So I think that they made this move. They think they've got a chance here to get into the playoffs. 
if they get the, this offense going, and the offensive issues are bigger than Kenny Pickett, that's why they get rid of the coordinator. I respect this organization, man. They're very professional. It's very unusual for them to fire anybody during the season. They do not do this. This is a very unusual thing for Pittsburgh. They stay with their coaches for the most yeah. part. But this offense is messed up, man. And everybody talks about, well, why don't you get Pickens the ball down the field? It's because Pickett is not accurate enough. You got to feed it in there to Pickens. Yeah. He is, he'll get it if it's throwing up there. Yeah. But I think you got to be more accurate to get the ball to Pickett down the field. Yeah. And Pickens has not been able to do that, man. But they had Sunday at one. It goes down in Cincinnati, right behind your team money in Cincinnati. Pittsburgh yeah. coming in. This is basically a pick em game. I'm amazed that this is a pick em game, but it is a pick em game here. Crazy. Uh, you know, hey, just mentioning the Bengals. I hope they lose every freaking game for the rest of the year. I'm in full tank mode. Go get a top 10 draft pick. You'll never have this again with Joe Burrow as your quarterback again. Oh. Hey, how about the over-under on this game? 34 and oh, a half, T-Money. So, so low. <laughs> 34 and a half. Hey, you know what I would do? I'd run the ball, man. I would yeah. run, run, run. Yeah. Give Kenny a couple play actions, but just run the ball with that yeah. great tandem backfield they got. Hey, let's move down to the AFC West, where the Chargers find themselves in last place, T-Money. Behind the Raiders. Is this the end for Staley? Should they fire him? Oh, my God. I'm so sick of this guy still having a job. How many times have we talked about this even last year? Like, I'm over it, and now this guy is going to go after some reporter asking whether or not he's still going to call defensive plays, getting snippy with him, yelling at this reporter. <laughs> he's losing his mind, and you're going to tell your players in the locker room, like, hey, you need to be poised out there. You need to have control. And a reporter asks you a legitimate question as the defensive play caller and the guy that's blowing every game. It's supposed to be your calling card. Hey, are you looking at making changes, defensive coordinator? He goes nuts. This guy's got to go. He's clearly lost the locker room. He's like, these guys don't have it anymore. Uh, and it's it's sad. You had Joey Bosa, you got James Derwin, Khalil Mack, you had all these elite players on defense, and they're atrocious. And they have been since he's been there. The three years before he got there, they were a top 10 defense every year. They've been a bottom 10 defense uh, his entire coaching tenure. He's got to go. He's wasting Justin Herbert's, uh, you know, prime years right now. And now he's just acting like an ass which means it's been time to fire this guy all year um I, i'm shocked he's not fired at this point shocked yeah i i agree with you there and this so-called defensive guru i mean he's not doing it he should be able to take those questions yeah if you're not doing the job you should be able to answer that question they're last in the nfl against the pass yeah. last place in the whole nfl and he's a crazy. defensive guy no it's man. crazy no let me ask you this, so team money related. Which coaches are are in the hottest seat? Okay, who's on the hot seat? I'm going to give you some names in the AFC. I'll give you two names. Who's on the hottest seat? Is it Staley from the Chargers or is it Robert Sala at the Jets? Staley. Yeah, Sala's got Staley? the Aaron Rodgers excuse. Yeah. Okay. How about the NFC? I'll give you three in the NFC. You pick one. Who's on the hot seat? Is it Carolina's Reich? Frank Reich, is it Washington's Rivera or is it Bears Eberflus? So, I mean, I, I want to say it's Rivera 
be, uh, because they're going to move – or Reich, I'm sorry. Rivera's going to go just because he's getting old, but they don't have a horrible team. Reich, shockingly, in year one is on the hottest seat. So that's that's the shocker. Iberflus, I already know, is going to be gone after this year. Like, he's just not coming back. So I kind that's kind of how I feel like hotness. Like, Reich could be let go any day now. Iberflus will be fired after the season. Um, okay. <laughs> the, the biggest thing I want to mention with the Chargers right now, their cheap ownership, which I don't understand in the NFL, you're getting cut $400 checks every year or $400 million checks. Why don't you let Staley go and get a glimpse at what Kellen Moore would look like as the head coach there? You have That's a guy in house. You have a guy in house who may be, you know, an affordable option. He'd be a first time coach. You can let him get his skis under him. And if he's a disaster, you know, the locker rooms in shambles and, you know, all these staff members are saying he can't handle the pressure, yada, yada, yada. He's not good in front of the podium. You know, you give him this runway of, you know, six, seven games here. And maybe he's freaking awesome and they turn things around, you know, and look great at the end of the year. And you're like, there's our guy. We don't even need to go out and hire Jim Harbaugh, Ben Johnson from the uh, Lions. But no, they want to keep Staley in house for what? He's a sitting duck right now. Like he's obviously gone. So you got this guy sitting there waiting who could be a coaching candidate for not just your job. He might be a coaching candidate for many jobs. He was a hot name this past season. So I don't know why they don't just let him go. That's a perfect time to let Kellen Moore get some, uh, you know, some testing under his belt there. I'd be open to that idea. I'd like to see Kellen Moore, though, stay in that offensive role so he can focus. If he gets the full job, then he's going to focus on the defense. Rather bring someone in that can compliment him and give him more depth. Uh, but I, I don't mind that idea, man. Hey, yeah. Ravens are at the Chargers this week. Ravens favored only by 14 money. This over-under is 47, and it's probably going over because the Chargers can score. Yeah, But I think the Ravens will score on them, too. It's going to be high scoring. Hey, thanks to our sponsors, Blue Tees Golf. Go to blueteesgolf.com, everybody. Find some high-quality golf products just in time for Christmas, 10% off when you enter the coupon code FSHS. All right, go to blueteesgolf.com. Let's go, team, under the AFC South, where the Jags hold a one-game lead over the Texans and are only two games up on the Colts, believe it or not. Are you confident in the Jags to be able to hold this lead in the division, team, money? Oh, man. Well, they had a hell of a game this past week. Trevor Lawrence finally showed some life. Yeah. You know, he's been kind of stagnant this whole year. He's targeting my boy Calvin Ridley. Finally, uh, they looked like a, a complimentary elite offense that we all thought they would be. Now, this team's going to be fine. You know, they're, they're winning the division. I think they have a two-game lead maybe on, a, or, you know, uh, on the Texans. They're going to make the one playoffs. Game. One, one, one game on Texans, two games on Colts. And they're going to win this division most likely. Um, I'm confident in them moving forward if they continue this offensive uh, showcase. If they can put up points and Trevor Lawrence shows this kind of playmaking ability moving forward, then yes, they, he's been stagnant all year. He's not thrown a lot of touchdown passes. Uh, he didn't look sharp in some games. Like, I, this game didn't really move the needle for me because I've always seen this as kind of like, yeah, the, the Jags should be doing that. Like I expected them to take a bigger leap than they have this year and they have it. So, 
am I confident in them? I'm not sure yet. I need to see this over multiple games back to back to back. Um, so I'm not sure. And Texans are coming, man. They're coming in hot. And I trust that quarterback maybe a little more than I trust Trevor Lawrence right now. So, oh, uh, ooh, I like that. I like that. Hey, so, I yeah. like these guys behind me here, T Money. Yeah. I like these guys behind me to go and get this win this weekend. They're at home. This, these are two even teams, and the Jags have been more inconsistent. But they both have great offenses. They're both going to score in this uh, game upcoming. And they may start slow as they try to get the run going. But as yeah. this game goes on, they're going to be flying around the field, man. Yeah. It's going to be fun. That'll be a good what game. What do you think we'll about the Texans, Steve? Do you think, you think they can win this game? Can they make a deep playoff push themselves? Oh, man. My biggest thing with playoff pushes is how good is your quarterback, right? I, I, I You're not going to see the Browns who get into the playoffs make a deep run with Dorian Finney-Thompson. Like, it's just not going to happen. You know, it, it, it guys can get hot like Blake Bortles and that team back in the day for the Jags got hot, but then, you know, eventually come back down to earth. But he had skill, you know, with the Texans, like, are they going to have the best quarterback on the field? When they play the Bills, they might. Are they going to have the best quarterback on the field when they play the Jags? They might. And that's what's so wild about this is C.J. Stroud is playing at such an elite level right now that only like Patrick Mahomes, Burrow, maybe Jalen Hurts can really say like, and, and Lamar, that like, hey, we are better than you no matter what. The rest of the NFL better be on notice because this guy can come out and throw for 300 yards like it's nothing. And so, yeah, I think this team shockingly could win a playoff game or two because CJ Stroud seems to be comfortable under pressure. He's, you know, taking a team that we thought would be a top five draft pick, you know, potential team and made them a playoff contender. And so, yeah, I think they could make a deep playoff run purely because I'm all about what can your quarterback do when he's under pressure in high stress situations? Can he make hard throws? And CJ Stroud has proven that he can do that this year. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you, T money. I think that could happen too. One, somebody's going to make the playoffs probably out of these two teams. I don't think the Colts get in this. They could though. The Colts could get in. I like their offense, but all three of these teams have the offense. Yeah. I'm including the Colts, but they don't have the defense. And when you get to the playoffs in November, December, and it's snowing and it's cold and you're at the Ravens because you got to go on the road, you have to have defense and you have to have a running game. And the Texans don't have really either of those. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see, uh, see what happens with them. They've kind of shocked everyone for sure. Hey, let's go back to the NFC team money. Let's talk about the number two seed in that NFC, the Detroit Lions. The Lions almost lost to the Bears last week. They were down 26 to four with just over three minutes left. They come back in a frantic effort and win the game and love that locker room talk. That was so fun. Are you worried about this team, though, after this game? Or does that make you more confident because they came back? Yeah, I think this is a game that in the past the Lions would have lost, right? Like that's yeah. the kind of culture that they've always had. And so, you know, to see them have a bad game and not blow it. You know, the Cowboys played the Cardinals. They they blew it, right? They lost that game. They couldn't come back. But these Lions, 
shockingly held it together, made some big plays. Jared Goff stayed poised. The defense made some plays. So, yeah, I do I, I shockingly feel more confident in these guys. They're chasing after the one seed right now. I know Philly's got a really hard schedule coming up, so I do think they're going to come back to the pack a little bit. But, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm definitely more confident in these guys. I'm shocked and surprised and good for Dan Campbell. He's got these guys playing with, you know, some composure. It's impressive. Yeah, yeah. Well, I agree with you, Team Money. They since that Ravens beat down when the Ravens beat them up at Baltimore, they won three straight. Okay, pretty easy teams, but they won three straight, and their next three they can win also. They're against the Packers, Saints, and Bears. They can win those next three, so they're setting up really nice here. Yeah, yeah, it's impressive. They have a really easy schedule coming up. So that's why I say watch out for them for the one seed. You know, I know that, that like I said, the Eagles have a really hard schedule. The Lions is very, very easy. They could easily switch things up here, and the Lions could be holding that uh, one seed and getting a bye. Um, and this was a big stepping stone to getting that, proving that even in a bad game, that you can hold it together and pull out a win when you're not playing your best. And that's what the best teams do. That's right. That's right. I agree with you, T-Money. And the Lions, you get to see them tomorrow at 1230. They're the first Thanksgiving game, favored by seven and a half at home on Thanksgiving Day against the Packers. Packers coming in. I think Detroit gets it done here, man. Hey, let's talking about getting it done with some bets, man. Let's move on and talk about some bets. Hey, y'all, do us a favor. Press the like and subscribe. We do appreciate your support, man, from Father Son Sports. Let's move on to the big bets here, and let's talk about our picks here today. We've got a, a lock of the week for you, and we've got a dog lock for you, and we've got some player props, man. Father Son Sports' big bets are 64% against the spread this year. G-Man at 75%, including accuracy against the spread and player props, man. Let's go to our lock pick of the week, Team Money. Who you got? I got the Ravens minus four versus the Chargers here. I think the Ravens are going to blow them out. Oh. I think their defense is elite as well. And that Chargers seem to be coming apart at the seams. They can't win a game. And if I think Ooh. the Ravens are going to win, I think they're going to win by a touchdown or two. Uh, so I think Lamar's coming for them and it's, you know, an easy one. So I, I, I would be shocked if the Ravens didn't win by double digits. Okay. Okay. Nice pick there. That's that looking pretty good there already, Team Money. I like that. Hey, let's go to Thanksgiving Day. Let's go to Lumen Field in Seattle, Washington. San Fran going on the road into Seattle. I know what you're thinking, everybody. I know what you're thinking. Pete Carroll and Seattle are tough at home, but actually they're not, Team Money. In the last ten home games, they're three, six, and one against the spread. Uh, also. Did you know the road favorites, Team Money, on Thanksgiving Day? Road favorites are 24 and 1 straight up and 19 and 6 against the spread. You know who the only road favorite is tomorrow on Thanksgiving Day? It's San Fran. San Fran's the only road favorite tomorrow. This is a big uh, line here, seven points. I say buy it down to six and a half, though. Just make yourself safe for the win. But Team Money in the last Three head-to-head -head meetings against Seattle. San Fran beating by 18, 20, and eight points. Get the line now, baby. 49ers lock pick of the week. All right. All right. I, I mean, easy one. Easy one. Uh, you hey. know, we'll, we'll see that. Uh, my dog lock of the week is the Giants. What's your dog lock? 
All right. The Giants plus three and a half versus the, the Patriots here. They just won a game uh, versus the Commanders. Patriots are looking like they're going to bench Mac Jones for Bailey Zappi. And uh, yeah, this game was going to be interesting because it would have potentially been the team who's going to get the second overall pick now. And the Giants seem to be trending in you know a decent direction with uh, Tommy DeVito. And the Patriots are just falling apart. So, yeah, I think the Patriots are going to lose this game, uh, even though Bill Belichick will make it very hard on Tommy. I think it's, uh, you know, the quarterback play for the Patriots is ultimately going to do them uh, dirty. So, yeah, Giants here, plus three and a half. I'll take them to win this thing. Okay. I'll go to my dog, Lock Team Money, in Glendale, Arizona, State Farm Stadium, where the Rams come into town against Arizona. Arizona's favored by one. Kyler Murray's back. He should put up some points. But you know what, T-Money? So will the Rams against that Arizona defense. The Rams are much stronger in the NFC West. They're 10-8 and eight against the spread. The Cards are only 5-11 and 11 against the spread in that NFC West. And the Rams, remember, have Kyron Williams coming back. Offensive reserve. They waived Daryl Henderson, believe it or not. Royce yeah. Reagan stayed, and Henderson's gone. But get ready for Kyron Seattle. Head-to-head between these teams and the, the past 10 games, the Rams are 7-2-1 and one against the spread. Give me the Rams on the road in the division with a point for my dog block pick of the week. All right. Yeah, they always seem to have Seattle's number, so this will be interesting here. Uh, let's go to okay. everyone's favorite betting uh, section here, though. That's it. G-Man's player prop of the week. What you got? Okay, player prop of the week, T-Money. I'll tell you who I like. Uh, you know, this is Thanksgiving game with the with the Lions at home. They're going to be thrown out all over the yard, man. And I like several of their props. I'm going to go three guys on the Lions. I like Goff, T-Money, over 32 pass attempts. He's going to throw the ball. He's done that five straight games. I like Amonra St. Brown, over 81 receiving yards. Six of his last nine, he's been over 81. And I'll give you one more on the Lions, Jamison Williams. Over one and a half receptions, team money. Five of his last six games, he's beat one and a half receptions. Those are my three Lions picks. I'll give you one other one. I like that Houston-Jacksonville game. I think it's going to be an offensive show once it gets rolling. And I like Trevor, Trevor's uh, passing yards. CJ is going to throw for more yards, uh, but his props higher. Trevor's only 238 passing yards. He's going to throw over 250. I like the over 238 on Trevor's passing yards in that game. Okay. Yeah. They, like I said, Trevor's got to prove it to us multiple games over and over again. So That's true. let's see Let's see it, Jacksonville. Let's see it. G-Man's hot right now. Obviously hey. calling out that his uh, betting is much better than T-Money's dragging <laughs> the overall down. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's good. That's fine. That's fine. We're pretty even last week, though. We're, you're coming back. One you, week. You go, yeah. You're streaky run. I know you're a streaky player, man. You're, you're, you're coming back here. Yeah, yeah. Hey, let's go to the fantasy team. Let's give these guys some fantasy to think about. All your fantasy managers. How you doing? And you, are you ready for the playoffs? Are you going to make the playoffs? If you're not going to make the playoffs, you're probably going to turn this off. No, no, don't do that. No. Hey, let's <laughs> talk about fantasy. You can still play DFS. Remember that. After the season ends, you fantasy managers. Jump into daily fantasy, man. You'll love playing that. So keep it going. Uh, so no buys this week. Don't worry about the buys, everybody. We got three games for you, hot and cold. 
take or mistake and our DFS lineup. Let's start with hot and cold. G-Man on the hot. T-Money on the cold. We're going to tell you who to start and who not to start, baby. Let's start with our quarterbacks. And I'm going with the one I talked to you about. Trevor Lawrence against that Texans defense. Trevor threw for 262 with two touchdowns, no interceptions. Also carried the ball five times, T-Money. He was QB1 in the NFL last week, 32 fantasy points. And second place was not even close to him. Can he maintain the rhythm? I agree with you, T-Money. I like both quarterbacks here, but Trevor's price on DraftKings is 6,400. CJ is 7,700. Let's go with Trevor here for the value. My upside quarterback, hot pick of the week. Okay. All right. I know you like Trevor this week. My cold QB of the week is going to be Sam Howell. Uh, he's projected Ooh. for 16.7 versus Dallas. And I know you, you actually look up and this guy is the QB five in fantasy right now, which is insane. No one would have saw yeah. that coming. He throws a lot of picks, but he throws a lot of yards too. Uh, but Dallas's defense is different. They're number six versus QBs right now. And this is going to be a tough divisional game. It's going to be a slog. Uh, I just think Sam Howell, I know he's on a bit of a hot streak fantasy points wise. Uh, he's going to run into a buzzsaw here and, going to be cold QB of the week. Yeah, only 17 points last week, but let's see what he does What he does here, T-Money. I, I think you're probably right here going against Dallas. What, what's he going to do here? All right, let's go to our running backs, T-Money. At running back this week, I'm going with DeAndre Swift in a big NFC, AFC battle with the Bills. It's, on the, it's one of the Sunday matinees in the afternoon. Nice matchup here. Swift rushed for 76 yards and a touchdown in that win over the Chiefs on Monday night, man. He looked good. He also caught three passes for 31 yards. So he remains far and away, team money, that lead back in that Eagles backfield. Boston Scott got two carries. Kenneth Gainwell got one carry. This is his backfield. And his value on DraftKings, 6800 bucks. That's pretty good, man. Yeah. What, which most of the top backs are in that range or a little bit higher. Let's go with DeAndre Swift. He does it again. My upside running back hot pick of the week. All right. All right. He's hot right now. My cold running back of the week is going to be A.J. Dillon. A.J. Dillon is projected for 12 points versus Detroit right now. And he's had many, many games that he's played without Aaron Jones and really not shined. He's not put up the fantasy points that we've kind of all expected. A lot of us expected him to take kind of a leap and almost go 50-50, if not take over for Aaron Jones this year. And he has not done that. Aaron Jones has missed time this year, and he's still not played well. And on top of that, Detroit is the number four team in fantasy versus running backs. So I think even with a touchdown, this guy probably not getting 12 points. A.J. Dillon, my cold running back of the week. Okay, we're going to get to see that game tomorrow. Good pick, T-Money. I'm going to the wide receivers now. Let's go with our hot pick here. Let's go with Calvin Ridley here, stacked up with Trevor Lawrence. Right. Calvin Ridley brought down seven of nine targets. He had nine targets and a pair of touchdowns. And Jacksonville's win over the Titans. He also ran the ball once, D-Money. They gave him yeah. uh, the ball on the ground. He was wide receiver one in the NFL last week. 31 fantasy points. And he's only 6000 bucks on DraftKings. And just a note, D-Money, when Zay Jones is on the field with Ridley, which yeah. has only happened, believe it or not, three times. Ridley yeah. has eclipsed 100 receiving yards in three or four games. Four times. They've been together. Three out of four. Ridley has been over 100. So there's the key right there. Ridley, keep it going. My upside wide receiver, hot pick of the week. 
All right. All right. My uh, cold wide receiver of the week is going to be Jalen Waddle. Uh, the Miami receiver Ooh. goes and plays the Jets. He's rejected for 14 points. All right. Right Damn. now, the Jets, Jets obviously defense. is very good, but they're number one versus wide receivers in fantasy right now. He's only had one game over 12 points in the last four games, and two of those games are below 10 points. So he's trending in the wrong direction. He really is a boomer bust kind of guy. He's going up against the number one defense in fantasy for wide receivers. Jalen Waddles, my cold wide receiver of the week. Okay. Wow. That that is interesting in that Miami. That offense to see what happens there. One last kind of scaled back a little bit. Yeah. I don't know if he's injured or what. Hey, let's move to take a mistake. Our second game. I pick a player that had a big week last week, and T Money tells me whether we should take the bait this week or would that be a mistake? And we're going to give him this week Jordan Love, quarterback for the Green Bay Packers, in a game on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving special here. Let's see what T Money thinks. Love scored 21 fantasy points. And Sunday's win over the Chargers team money through two touchdown passes and over 300 yards for the first time. He has thrown 40 times in three of the last four games. So the volume is picking up, but he's generated fantasy points without running the ball. That is his issue. If he ran the ball, team money, he'd have big points. Team money, can fantasy managers confidently start? Jordan Love on the road on Thanksgiving Day against the Lions. Is he a take or would that be a mistake? No, that's a mistake. Uh, you know, he ooh, played. A, I, I don't like. He played the horrible Chargers last week. Everyone looks like Tom Brady versus the Chargers, uh, and they're going against the the Detroit Lions. Good defense, good coach team. Uh, I don't trust him at all at any point. So I, I would rather start a lot, a host of people, Dobbs, Howell. Uh, you know, a lot of different players before I start uh, Jordan Love. Oh man, G-Man didn't get it, didn't slip a, th a take through this week <laughs> with you, team money. Okay. Hey man, uh, let's go to our DFS lineup and wrap this thing up. We got our DFS lineup for you, a special Thanksgiving Day lineup for y'all. And by the way, when you go into DraftKings, you can pick what games you want to play. Okay, so these, these are just the Thanksgiving games uh pick for you. So, uh, hey, I got Jared Goff here, quarterback. Told you, I think Detroit's going to throw the ball. I'm going to stack him with some other Detroit players. Jameer Gibbs in the backfield and Amon St. Brown at wide receiver. I'm also, I like Tony Pollard in this Dallas game. They're going to run the ball, be effective. They're not going to throw as much, I don't believe, because they'll have the lead. Tony Pollard, I think, is going to have a good game. Yeah. Let's look at Green Bay and Dobbs. I like Dobbs in this game, and he's only 5000 bucks. I think he can get some points. And I also added Seattle's Jackson Smith and Jigba. Not sure if he's going to get some more reps out there, depending on the injuries going on there. Tight end, I got Logan Thomas from Washington. I think they're going to throw to him this game. And they'll be coming from behind. So Logan Thomas probably going to get some throws. I'm flexing Jack Charbonnet, Zach Charbonnet from Seattle's backfield, who's going to be starting most likely. He's only 5300 bucks. So I flexed him in, and we get the Cowboys defense team money at $3,800 wrapping it up. All right. Sounds like a good one. Okay. Hey, going to be a fun Thanksgiving team money. Enjoy the three yeah. games. That's it for today's show. Thank you to our sponsor, Blue Tees Golf. BlueTeesGolf.com. Get 10% off. Enter our code, FSHS, babies. Hey, we hope you had fun and you got some tips and you're ready for Thanksgiving. Don't eat too much, everybody. Father-son sports loves bringing you the energy. Happy Thanksgiving on behalf of T-Money and I. We will see you next week.
All right. Go Blue.